0: Yo, what's good? Welcome to another episode of Fun Wit Dumb. The long awaited interview has come. Most requested interview on my comments. People asking, Are you still friends? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? He just left you in the dust. Have nah. to
1: give the people what they want. I'm here.
0: Uh, but, good friend of mine uh, for many years now. And, uh, you know, just seen his career jump from the beginnings to the fucking depths of how far you could take this shit. Uh, this is my good friend, Anderson Pack. Good to see you, brother. What's well, good, man? Good, it man. is always I love a pleasure. You,
1: bro. First of all, uh, I said I love you, bro. I love you too. All right. <laughs> just Jeez. to clarify, y'all. We still hang out, still friends. He's calling. Yeah, Dumbfounder was one of the first people to ever really, really, truly believe in your boy right here. When I ain't have a studio, I don't have a car, I ain't have no weed. Oh man, had nothing. Had a baby about to be born, Korean wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying came into koreatown he said i got you i'm I have the, to king mention the
0: Korean wife. Wa- as soon as i saw the korean wife i gotta co- I come in you here brought bro. <laughs> me
1: into the fold man you took me on my first tours you nah took, man you, you know you showed me you showed me so many things i learned how to do the the independent route the merch route i trip everything first of all i trip out
0: that i could teach you anything because you are crazy talented and let me tell you right now one thing i'll always say is that there's nothing that i feel i feel like it was a mutual trade because when you came into my life you escalated my music knowledge you're getting
1: free production free pro- yeah <laughs> uh, a band
0: that's what i meant by the way I was, like, <laughs> I was like free beats uh no no but i always say that because people always think like oh like oh uh you helped anderson early on blah, blah. i'm like nah bro if anything my, my albums and music would not have gone even this far if like certain cats haven't didn't enter my life mm. you know what i'm saying that's wow. real shit like oh,
1: man it was a pleasure bro and it was like Just seeing, you know, how you did it and how you orchestrated everything and how you, uh, you know, did it. You didn't wait for anybody, you know what I'm saying? And you was early on that. You wasn't waiting on labels to tell you what to do, to show you how to do some 360 deals. You was already setting up tours. You was, uh, you know, doing the vlog thing. You was always activating. And and I really appreciate it. You, you You was very uh generous nah much didn't love have much
0: be. love bro and i'll tell you it's it was kind of funny to see you early stages like figuring out like your <laughs> whole thing so
1: many different hairstyles <laughs> different hairstyles different wardrobe, outfits outfits
0: <laughs> i remember we went to uh london for the first time back in the day the nepalese mafia yeah. <laughs> for some reason i have a huge fan nepalese fan base in london this was like a big ass venue too like this was i don't like it was the o2 arena it was like the o2 arena and like it was thousands of people and I remember you had the the jumpsuit you were wearing throughout the whole tour during yeah. the, the jumpsuit era. <laughs> and I remember, like, I think I went on stage after you performed, and I made a quick joke about you wearing a jumpsuit. And afterwards, you pulled me to the side like, yo, fam, don't make fun of my jumpsuit on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: swear to God. You were like kind of like pissed, bro. I was sensitive about yeah, my fashion was, statements at the time. He was like I knew hey, you didn't bro. understand it. It was a trip it was early on the trend. Cause uh-huh. I was like
0: joking like some custodian joke or something. You pulled me to the side after the show like fam. That was a lot of people out there.
1: Like, <laughs> Fifteen thousand people, bro. I'm not the subject Dude. of your bit. I'm from North Korea town, the bad part of Korea.
0: Oh my god. Well, i gotta just that, that was still, your I'm bit I'm still
1: doing the bit. That fam. was your
0: bit. You swear. You swear by that joke. I, I'm still doing the bit. But yeah, that was a fun trip and that was like your first time in london too yeah and and man i'll tell you right now it still trips me out that like we'd be touring and you were like drumming for me bro yeah
1: straight up bro that's what i was tripping off man like i was telling somebody the other day everybody thinks it's like an overnight thing you know where man you just came out of nowhere i was like not really bro i was definitely Putting bands together For yourself And like we, I mean it was dope It was like You were just kind of Coming up too Like these big tours Some of them You were opening right. And you were putting me On your set right. To do like 12 minutes Before you go out You know what I'm saying The funny
0: thing is Everybody else that you met even through me hired you to work with them then, then the next thing was i was like, with Waskey. wax and i was with wax you yeah. know what I'm saying
1: you guys were the you guys were just doing it you guys were doing your own thing again you that guys was were already setting up your tours and you guys were like come out with us let's go but
0: here's the thing cats i feel like people who encountered you every time just meeting through me or whoever it was they felt the same way they were like oh shit, like this dude's talented you gotta hop on my shit." My tour, my music, or whatever.
1: Yeah. Nah, man, I wish there was more of that, man. Like, how y'all did it, like, it was, like when when waski had it and he brought you out he 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 had you open up and then i was working with you so he was like okay we you you need a band too so it worked out i wanted the exposure i had never been on tour i just put on mixtape on soundcloud yeah literally i i I remember staying up putting uploading it at your house i think right right and uh just not even knowing how to do it you know uploading it right different versions and stuff and then right after that getting like 500 cds and going on tour with you and it was it and i was on tour after that all the time
0: and, and let me tell you right now first of all not one person puts on anybody it takes a village yeah. to put on a talented person i'll yeah. tell you right now because prior to meeting him he was part of other several crews yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and and playing at the and even when we were working together you were playing at the church every sunday absolutely yeah that was like, like- that was it that, that was religion. going well going <laughs> yeah. in and what well, was so and this was like far not close to l.a no, too, i was right? going all the way to oxnard oxnard and then playing like the sunday like what What did you just play drums on yeah at the I church
1: played, i mean i started playing drums in church when i was like 12. so uh that was like my schooling and i i kept doing it all the way till i was like 27 28 i'm 33 now so it was my main source of income that was to the very end <laughs> and it was it it was just like clockwork <laughs> and uh it was dope because it kept me playing all the time and, right. and kept my chops up. But, yeah, I was holding on to that until until I got too busy with my stuff and then I, eventually had to stop.
0: It's crazy because I, I respect you because you did the whole um, make beats uh, mm-hmm. for every some, like consecutive summers yeah. shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. And, uh, bro, like I remember one summer, like more than one summer, but at my crib, like I had a studio. And there'll be times where I come home late. Next morning, I wake up and you'd be in my studio recording because I just gave you a key. You'd yeah. come in, but you'd bike. This was like the one year I lived like not in Culver Koreatown, City. Culver City. You was hurting. <laughs> you biking. <laughs> he, biking he, to he, my yo. studio every morning
1: from Koreatown to Culver City, and that's not close. Yeah, yeah. I would just take Venice all the way down, take the bike and uh that was it that was good meditation i I mean you like i said you just have you would just here's my key man use it whenever you want make sure you literally waking
0: up to some of the records like people around the world have heard now yes like that's what people don't even know like that's why whatever instrument you have don't make the music because you are making crazy music that are on your albums that sold a hundred thousand copies and plus and you made that in these small studio rooms. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, one like inside this building here somewhere that we had a while back to my crib. Yeah. Like, man, I mean and it, it took and I'm not gonna say anything, it did take a while for people to catch on. Cause even that time, when you were making the same music that you were performing and you put out on several thousands of records, like people weren't like jumping on it. Right. Yeah. That's the crazy part. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we were making like you were making these records and then like we had uh, I was like trying to play it to like other homies and shit like cats like, like this is Rex good. I Rex Dizzy
1: was like it's too complicated man. <laughs> it's too complicated bro. Come on man. I mean
0: there was a lot of cats who thought it was amazing but they I felt like some cats just didn't even jump on it. Yeah. That's think, the interesting thing about it. Like, yeah.
1: I mean it's crazy because music moves so fast and, right. and uh, you know trends and all this stuff and I feel like maybe it, it might have been a little too early and eventually right. I feel like We started finding our audience. The more we played, and the more we got exposed to other people and toured around, we started building our audience. And then, then I felt like people just caught up to like what we're doing. And as as we also kind of learned how to fine tune it, it might have been a little raw back then too. Right. I, I was just going for it Like my life Depended on it And, and you know? I,
0: I remember All the genres You had doo-wop records had Everything You <laughs> know was, wow. yeah. Oh, There's still that Ill-like doo-wop record mm-hmm. You never put out yet. Yeah That shit is crazy I got a few
1: records man that, Yeah It's definitely from that era well, I was what, focused bro
0: What What made you Like I feel like Venice was the first Kind mm-hmm. of focused
1: record Yep Yeah
0: And like uh, What was like The whole inspiration Behind that first record You feel like
1: I was During that time I was working in your studio And I was doing um, I was pretty much isolated and I I, I, uh, I did a lot of records uh, from Malibu in that time where right. I was waking up early, I woke up like eight o'clock, I wasn't drinking, smoking, I go to your studio this in this building um, or the one at your spot and I would uh, go in there for like eight hours and then I'd be back for my dinner and I'd just do the same thing every day. And that's when I was making, I was trying to go in and make specific type of records. So I had different agendas every time. Right. But I was like, okay, I looked up like Sam Cooke, Otis Redding and stuff. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a stream of records kind of like this, because we kind of, I have a similar tone and stuff. So I was making those things. And then after I did that, I did that for so long by myself, I wanted to work with other producers. Right. So I was uh, I was already connecting with um, Lodef at the time, who yeah. is now goes by Callum Connor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started sending me a bunch of beats. And he was working with you. I met him through uh, uh, um, Are We There Yet? Yeah. So, Yep. yep. again, you know, through you and, and connected that. And uh, I started getting, you know, more, his beats were, like, more modern and, yeah. like, R&B, radio-sounding t- type beats. So it was yeah. refreshing because I was... Locked up in a room making like a lot of live instrumentation. I feel like that,
0: that's dope because uh, he kind of grew his sound too with yeah. you as you we listening to your vocals and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: And so I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool to put the. I thought it was two worlds meeting. So we started doing records in like paint and um, I think that was the first record we did. And, and I then ended up going on and Venice. stuff. Yeah, it yeah, might be <laughs> right. drugs. You yeah. know, and uh, I had the songs that I did by myself, but I was like. I was torn because once we started, we did like drugs and and we put all, we put that out like SoundCloud and stuff. They started playing that at like Loan Theory and stuff. Right. So we were like, oh shit, we lit. Yeah, I remember nobody playing that. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, nobody. And then it started catching, catching way. So like, we was like man let's just make an album like this call in uh we'll start in venice and then we'll do the malibu stuff right. after you know that malibu will be more mature
0: so wait what was the so you conceptualized pre the whole beach journey
1: mm-hmm. yeah i had to i had to figure it out because i had I was gonna. I was thinking like, how am I gonna go from drugs and all like the, right. that tone to like the bird? Yeah. And it be not it be a stretch, or people will right. feel like it's not a stretch. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll, have, I'll make it like location. So then it's fun. Then it's like, what's the sound of this album? You right. know, What's the sound of this? So this was Venice. like urban. Yeah. This is a drugs and weight. Yeah, and, it's it's and the and beach, sense. but it's still the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, beat scene driven. You know, we was we had um, T- Tokyo Monster and. Uh, uh, who else was on DK? Uh, I feel like maybe talk. It was talking on. No, we we, we was, in, it was in during that time, and um, you know, uh, uh, low Callum did the most of the whole record, and you know, we just structured it, and yeah, that was uh, that was Venice time.
0: Let me let me ask you because I've I've seen you in certain like really low points too, where you're struggling <laughs> to pay certain bills and yeah. stuff. Like, what kind of What kept you going in those moments? I'm curious because I'm just thinking back, right? Like, you had moments where you were like, yo, could I borrow, you know, a $100 or something like that? And I was just like, but the spirits seemed pretty high and shit, you know? Like, Yo, I remember, like, we went on tour one time and, like, your wife and kids staying at my, like, small studio. Like, my studio is, like, not nice or anything like that during that time. But, like, this was in MacArthur Park. Roaches Roaches. and everything. Mm -hmm. and And I was just like damn, bro, like, you're, you know, I'm sure your wife is, like, kind of I don't know where she was at mentally, even seeing you struggling and grinding on this, you know, because yeah. you, sometimes your spouse could be like, yo, go out and go do
1: some, get a she job was, or she, some she shit. She went and got a job. I remember I was stay home at home, stay at home oh, dad, she really? taking soul to school. She was wow. working at the cafe. It was just like anything. Right, right, right. We, we needed money just to support her Starbucks habit. Like, <laughs> we didn't have enough money for that. Everything, shout, was shout everything out. was bad.
0: Your wife is on some real Korean, Korean woman shit where they buy mad coffee Bro, every don't single you day.
1: Know I came home one day and I was like, look, this is how much we're spending just on starbucks alone (laughs) i could see you pulling i had the chart (laughs) if we could just save this much amount and she was like what we over here budgeting coffee oh hell no i'm getting a job go ahead and do your thing man god i was like i'm technically not making any money from this but it's what we knew was gonna pay off and it was people like you people like shafiq brian lee people that really were like it's gonna do it's it's gonna pop for you right and if you whatever if you need anything that i have to help it's yours. And that's the and thing that's all I had around me.
0: I love that people, you know, not even just me, but tons of people around the Los Angeles scene supported you so much that like they wanted to see you succeed. Like if you needed that resource, you yeah. were like here. Here. Even you know, if they ain't
1: have it You know like here Like I only got it For a little bit But you can share it with me Until we get kicked, both get kicked out If you out. didn't
0: even pop off I guarantee there'll be One motherfucker Just be like Yo if you need the money here Like yeah, don't do that right yeah, now Yeah yeah Some K-Town gangster that You'll end up owing money Right to right shit. Yeah
1: but that's how People get caught up You that's know a, people yeah. get, You can't get, take money From the wrong dude, motherfucker I mean and when you're broke And you're trying to you know, feed your family or pay the bills. You'll sign all kinds of crazy stuff, right. and I had people in my corner. You know, Andrew Miller that wasn't letting me sign stupid stuff. That's true. Too, you you could have. There were so many production that. companies right. and pub deals. I was about to be like, "Look, they offering fifteen hundred dollars, man! I'm about to sign I all my pubs." I remember
0: you were mentioning these moments. Yeah. where it's so tempting too, yeah, right? Dude, like had, you ain't got nice shit. Thing.
1: I was on a bus. Like it was like, you know, and when I think about it, it wasn't it's, there's definitely worse things, and I always I always could do music, right? But it was just like in la it's like keeping up with everything is is such a facade and it's it's aesthetic and um right and uh appearance and uh what is it uh the uh the illusion of right. having it is so important so you can get caught up in that fake stuff
0: I, I mean i i see that all the time because the pressure to keep up with that shit is so yeah. tough you, especially now
1: side of your dream and you just work in some I remember,
0: you you know, back in my, like, my parents' generation in the Korean community, there was a lot of parents just, like, spending more money on the whip than the apartment. Like, Mm -hmm. drive a Lexus, but we live in, like, a one-bedroom apartment with with a family of five or some shit, you know, just because the appearance was so much. But, like, I could only imagine the pressure now you know what i'm saying all the kids every kid rich kids or something posting some instagram photos of like new you know fucking drip like new clothes on everybody trying to keep up i mean the music the music side i felt like that pressure still you know it probably existed during that time too right i mean
1: yeah i mean it was there there was always like a man, you should be bigger than you are, or why are you, right. you, that kind of vibe. Is it, is that
0: kind, that's kind of annoying at some point to hear, yeah, right? Why would
1: you say that to anybody? Like, I, I'll tell you
0: right now. You know what? I, I told more, you this last time we joked around about this, like someone being like, "Dumb, you got so much potential. Like, motherfucker, I've been in the game for 15 years. I don't want to hear about
1: potential. <laughs> like you're on your second win. You are up, you're a rising star.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's just funny. It's funny to me, but it is kind of annoying, and it's like I know they mean well, But that shit feels really bad to hear. Yeah, man. You know, it's like,
1: why are these people taking pictures of you? Who are you? (laughs) Like, what are you supposed to say to that? Right, right, (laughs) right, right, right. right. Who are you? Apparently, I'm famous. I don't know. I've had you want a picture too? Like, (laughs) when they don't know you, and people take a picture. Oh my God, you're Anderson Couple People don't know you. Right. What? Who? Why? Why?" I I
0: I'll say this because you have two kids. I met you when your first child was like just a baby or yeah so uh, so and man. and um i mean he's a grown oh, damn near grown man. he's a grown man, man at he's a point. grown man He is <laughs> he's almost eight years a, old but he's, 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 he's he plays the adult. blues now mm-hmm. no i'm playing no but he just seems like super fully grown and um at the time you were hopping around like you were really like tr- you know trying to take care of a kid mm-hmm. I-, I remember you know i have friends a lot of friends who have kids who i started off with like no can do He had, like, a a baby when we were, like, battling at, like, 16, 17 years old. He was, like, battling for diaper money. That's why he was rapping like he was, (laughs) yeah. Like, life depended on him. He was winning the battles at the Asian Hip Hop Summit and shit, like, against Asians and
1: shit. Baby need a new pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, did you... Was that part of the inspiration too? Like when you're on the come up?
1: Absolutely. When I had my first kid, I was started thinking outside of just about myself and thinking outside of the box, and start thinking I have a family to support now. Like they deserve better. I want to give them more. Right. I don't want to be that. I want to be a good example, and I wanna. I want more for myself, right. and it's not just about me anymore. I can't. I can't just sit here and just be. Doing nothing, and while I have a full family now, so right. uh, it gave me a more of a sense of urgency, and and a more, and and so then I, I started getting more focused about my artistry, right, as right. opposed to just whatever. I'm just just steal it for me, yeah. And it's you can And touring isn't as easy too when you have a family, right? It isn't. If you have a partner that is willing to work with you, it can be beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you have someone that's trying to compete with touring, it could be hell. You know, right. if you need someone that needs a lot of attention, then you probably shouldn't be touring too much, or you probably don't want to be with them if you're going to be I a musician.
0: Mean, and it has to be worth it when you go out now, right? Yeah, because you're spending time away from loved ones and stuff. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, just I just have to be smart. Like, if yeah. I go out, I got to make money. <laughs> you <Yeah>. it, <is laughs> yeah. it. And I I learned about that this last tour. <laughs> that
0: might that might have been kind of tough in the early years because the money oh, isn't yeah. crazy oh, you're coming yeah. back with. Yeah.
1: It isn't crazy, but we always saw the momentum coming because once I started touring, I started getting developing my live show, and then I realized, okay, like I'm, I could develop as a performer, you know, and build yeah. my show. And I started, you know, learning more and more every, with every tour. And the only and you way you're gonna so learn that. is doing a lot of shows.
0: And you saw the numbers grow, like f- per fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was first started off just being a part of going on you guys' tours, helping you guys any way I could. I'll, I'll play your band and I'll do backgrounds, yeah. and I, if I can just get 15 minutes before. I'll, 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 you know, be of service, you know, and and I did that for years, and I, I went all over the world with that. Like when right. I went on my first national, you went international, hopped on Watsky, went international, right. uh, did like sixty days. Then, then Wax was like let's all do our own that was oh our f- yeah. my first headline tour that was our three w- uh, co-headlining wintervention. wintervention tour yeah you me and wax so we was i was like cool yeah. boom We and i got a building i had built the audience by then, just from right. your audience and from people yeah because we seen all me. co-headlined that exactly yeah. and i was putting out tapes so it was cool so then after that i you know just continues with that momentum and um yeah that was uh it was tough because yeah money was not popping like that but it was uh we saw a bigger picture and we saw like it was gonna get better and we with every show and then when, when i yeah. finally broke off and was able to go with the free nationals and we did our first thing it was beautiful let, let me ask you this hold on let me just double check yeah. like right dude that happened recently yeah
0: um uh i was gonna ask you about the free nationals because this is a band you've been with from the jump mm-hmm You know what I mean? Like um, every member you've known like almost 10 years plus or so, right? Yeah. And and it's funny because the first time I actually saw you perform and was like, okay, Certain cats in LA were kind of talking about you, like right. in a super underground level, not like you know buzzing
1: <laughs> everywhere. What do you mean? <laughs> 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 they weren't talking about me. On- <laughs> yeah, no. they was like,
0: you got, "Yo, because I mean, I, I think I heard about you actually through like even Verbs or something yeah, like that be- before you know I came upon you, like, right? And, and Verbs is like the underground Verbs. LA underground master. He's you a know? staple. He is a staple. Um, and then so I I went to LyraFlip's Flips event, melting pot. Larry Flip was a member of my crew swim team yes. back in the day. Shout out to Larry Flip. And he had this monthly he was doing he just started up. I go to the monthly, uh, I finally get to check you. I was there alone actually and oh yeah and your your girl was there too. Yep. So I see you over there and you're drumming, rapping, singing and I think I saw Jose and like your whole band's mm-hmm. pretty much now still. Yeah. And I talked to you after, I'm like, bro, like, that was dope, man. I definitely want to get you in the studio, You know, work on stuff together. You were, like, stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: because it was crazy, because right before I did that, we, me and my wife were talking about you. Like, right, right. Like, uh, I forgot how it came up, but we was looking you up and looking up your music. Oh no, it was after I met you. We, we started yeah, yeah, looking yeah. up your music and it was like, oh dude, because F- know- Flip was saying, you gotta meet my boy right, right, right. he just kept saying it. Right. So then we finally met there, yeah, and then after that we looked you up and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, and lit.
0: And I'd done some Korean stuff, so Jalen was probably like, oh, there's some Korean collabs with some other like yeah. Korea artists or something. But, uh, and then we got in the studio immediately and like you had, you jumped on like four or five songs on my first
1: shit. He's a bitch. <laughs>
0: I regret that song. Actually, the not.
1: Biggest uh, one that I
0: dealt with. <laughs> we had all types of weird Love joints. It and like, I
1: can't Help it. And She's a, she's a, she's <laughs> a, bitch. She's a bitch. bitch. You wrote that one. <laughs> that was ghost. I did write right that one. I, did I was right like, all right, bitch.
0: And then, uh, yeah, but um, you hopped on and you ended up just in the first month of meeting hopping on like four or five of my joints. Eventually leading up to another album we did where like you executive produced the whole thing. Um, take the stairs
1: take the stairs yes. oh, at yes. big bear
0: and come on and, now and soul was there classic. as a baby classic movies. yeah yeah that was amazing man Dude,
1: you, that was another thing man that was another thing you showed me was like once you got some bread you took it to the cabin oh did the lockout album at the lockout the lockout you yeah. know traveled. do you man. do you record and travel the world that's it
0: that was amazing bro and i definitely feel like i've done some of the most amazing records through you actually and just learned a lot man honestly man. i learned a lot from that shit.
1: same bro that was it i was getting all the practice right you know? that's when i was really making beats and stuff so.
0: i i mean the dope thing is like your loyalty with your band too and i see that is that something like you were just like always told yourself like these are the cats i'm gonna do stuff with because even with people who come up with certain bands that's like a very rare case
1: yeah i mean i feel like i always had the freedom I was always uh, able to work with other musicians and producers. I always did that. But uh we when I started the band like that was it and I feel like I just always have that naturally and if we're not doing that, I feel like we're not a band anymore, you know, almost. Right. So it's natural for me to just be like, yo, I write the best stuff with these dudes. These, right. these same brothers I, I I shared so many experiences with. And right. uh, so Jose, Ron, and Kelsey and Matt Dude, it's like we've been through it, you know, traveled and, and, and talked and fought. I don't does that so
0: help it or is it more even difficult because you guys are such brothers, you know yeah, and? I think it's both.
1: you yeah. know I think naturally it's uh, I'm fighting like the isolation from uh, tr- being away from them but i don't want to be too far away i want to be able to give them their space to grow right. as well but i also feel like oh y'all need me to get in there and do and help too and yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> i don't i don't i'm battling that and uh also too it's like uh everyone has their own path i feel like we're all a band of individualists, yeah. you know that are coming together you know for a time and like to believe in one thing. That's why I think what we've what we've done has been so powerful because everyone is kind of submitting or playing a role in a yeah. sense, but everyone is capable of just doing their own thing solo too. Right. So, uh that's that's awesome too, but at the end of the day too, they're like my best friends. So, yeah. uh when I'm doing it, when they're not around, it's like, ah, it's like I'm feeling like I'm I'm losing touch and right. I want to I want to continue to keep that. Right, right, so right. So sometimes I force them to hang out with me and uh I'll pay for trips and just for them to hang out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all like team building exercises. It is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Does uh, I mean, your does your first son? So do you? Does he kind of realize like how far you've come, like your trajectory? Because he he was pretty young, you know. Yeah. But I'm wondering if he just like has seen that like from from the struggle days to like now, you know?
1: Yeah, I think he does. I think he's very intuitive, very smart. He's smarter than I ever was. And he's just, I really learned a lot from him. He's so patient and uh, he uh, he definitely knows what's up. And we always take him around, and, you know, to the old neighborhood and oh, okay. the Commonwealth and show him and he oh, still remembers it. You yes, the old apartment. house, remember <laughs> this? So we used to walk over here and right. all that stuff. Don't ever forget it and he, he lets me know you know uh he's he's very attentive about the music and my music right if, if i have something new coming out and he's like oh what is this and right. he knows every little nuance even when i think he's not paying attention he's he's paying attention yeah and uh he's also not easily impressed so mm. it's, it's really cool so mm. it's like if it ain't wait what does he listen to he listens to right now he listens to marshmallow and oh wow he, so the edm stuff he, he, he likes marshmallow because marshmallows like the king of Fortnite, too. And so oh, okay, he, he the video like, game stuff, love yeah. Shout out to Marshmallow, too. He's he's and he, loves, he loves dancing and stuff, too, yeah. Right? He loves that stuff, yeah, because he was early, he loved like dubstep and all this stuff early when he first came out, too. So, yeah, like all those YouTube videos, <laughs> yeah, and the dubstep dancing. dancing is crazy, yeah. Um, but he, he has really good taste, too. He, uh, just in general, he now, right now, he's obsessed with Lil Wayne okay so we're going back and listening to the carter albums and he's going back he's obsessed yeah he he's he won't stop playing a millie like like it just came out yesterday like, yeah you know, i'm like you know he has newer things like this is incredible uh, he loves buster rhymes and um
0: he speaks very fluent korean too we talked he's about this bilingual bro and yeah his
1: korean's like really good he's my translator
0: i can't wait to see i haven't seen him in a minute but i want to just see how far he's gone in the korean he's in korea
1: right now flexing yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's loving it going huh? in Hey. Um, <laughs> I,
0: I always tell people, the two people in my life that understand, like, st- you know, even though they don't speak Korean flu- fluent or whatever, yeah. just understand the nuances of Korean language. It's 네. like you and, and ZO. 네. You and ZO just get it. Like, y'all got the nunchi, mm-hmm. y'all go to the
1: restaurants. Talk, <laughs> okay? You just get it. You
0: get it, bro. Ara, ara, ara. You, you might, you damn near could be. You gotta keep if you just kept at it. You could probably. (laughs) Shit (laughs) up. Naria. Shit (laughs) up. Sounds loud as fuck, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's some Korean drama shit, bro. That's some Korean drama. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, I loved all the you know the family stuff when you get out to Korea. See all the family. You got the family pictures. Uh, <laughs> Did you see my family picture? The family picture of just it's like yo, you look photoshopped in that moment No, mobile.
1: my, God. <laughs> you look straight. Maybe phot- I have to bring that up. <laughs> can I show that? I gotta, I
0: yeah. Do you have it on it your phone, or, or what? Put it on that or something. I'll post, put, put it here. Yeah, I could. Come I come could. Out. I just all put right. it on post. I'm gonna send it to you. All right. Put it in the. the what you're seeing right now is the family photo of Anderson Pack. With his wife's side of the family, Uh, we're talking her parents, um, like what is it, like grandparents on there or what? Yeah, her
1: grandparents, her parents. Uh, and her brother, and <laughs> my son, and me. You're wearing the beat? You're wearing the Weird bean? ass with a beanie and a <laughs> denim coat, and everyone else is wearing like full on like church clothes. Uh, the straight black sheet. And I look like. <laughs> 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 I look like. I'm just like came in and just I'm standing in for someone.
0: And this was like the first time you went to Korea, and you kind of experienced everything there, mm-hmm. and you're meeting
1: f- mem- for the first time. First huh? time how was that bro it was great it was amazing man i was just drinking with the dad and yeah eating hella food and just trying to be polite i was using every korean word i knew did they even understand like a single word (laughs) um we just drank hella soju oh like the whole like a a lot of head nodding right right uh, uh, (laughs) Uh, 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 and they came to the show right um they did yeah and once they saw the show it was a wrap like they were just they were blown, blown away. away it was so special man They tease everybody they couldn't even fathom yeah yeah. oh man it was crazy man you know like she she came out my wife came out uh, to korea you know just her and yeah. just to go to college and they sent her out here and they didn't have a bunch of money for that they just sent her out here just to, to get her a uh, little College degree, hey, figured m-
0: out music college, uh, you know, mind mm-hmm. you, which we is music
1: college, musicians institute,
0: which is not like you know, all in the Asian culture, not like a guaranteed career.
1: Nah, it's not like they sent her to Yale or something. No, yeah, to- <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what the hell? And then she They're- came back with a black dude,
0: like they were super pissed. Where's the degree? You came back no with degree. a black
1: guy, black dude. You <laughs> pregnant? Get the fuck out of here! Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't the best response early on. Nah,
1: they were tight about that, man. Yeah. man at first, yeah. And um, I think once they met me and and uh, got to know me and saw, saw everything, they just they just.
0: You're even like I owe it to you to kill this career. <laughs>
1: No, I know who? your parents Were already
0: Dissoting you like, I owe this, this to you ride or die baby right. I
1: love you I got you baby That's what I'm, I'm saying got you.
0: you have to hold it down You have the kids Your to wife And your family Everybody's getting...
1: risking it all I gotta go hard bro For real yep.
0: bro Yep Damn I, I didn't even think about that element. I'm just
1: realizing that too Right now like Yo Damn, that's, that's it
0: Bro like And then you did it You came through on the promises you came through hey,
1: man we still got a ways to go yeah working, ways to man, go for we, sure it's better than than what we were man it's, oh yeah sometimes i miss those days though yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean what do you miss about it in those days really oh, is it what what is different that you feel like you can't get
1: back mm, i think it's all still there i just right because i feel like
0: especially for you man like you really did The friendships are still there. Yeah. The family is there. It's even stronger, really. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the friends don't see each other all the time. Yeah, we just have more
1: time to kick it. You know, there was more time with my kids. I had, I remember just being able to like, you know, I would stay with them. That was it. Just. Weeks and months at a time, and I remember Soul just coming up, taking him to school, seeing him. Oh, know, the develop. bonding stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Now, you know, you tour so much, you come back, kids is grown, everybody's got their own right. Work, you know, do you,
0: do you see that like maybe on one run, you leave for tour, you come back, and you significantly see yep. your kid hey, as well? Yeah, learn
1: how to ride a bike, everything, <laughs> yeah, dad. I'm crib walking now. What's <laughs> just, your vibe, dad? I know the break dance because I already got it together. Yeah. No, it's great. (laughs) I'm just trying to come in, like, you know, establish chemistry on day one. You know, Right, right. Come on, let's learn a handshake, something. Right. No, no, that's the only part. It's just, like, you miss the time. I miss my time with my kids. I miss being able to spend a lot of quality time with my family and stuff. And uh, so it's just about, uh, and then, because I'm going to do, like, when I go on tour, I I don't like to. Being like the family and stuff. Um, right. I don't want to sound bad or something, but I love being on the road by nah, myself, I tell you, yeah. being with my band. It's a lot going on, it's, and it's, it's like, not the best environment I like for children focus. either. I know. feel like when he's older, I'm gonna that bring them all. That could be cool. Uh, but yeah, because then when I'm cause when I'm with my family, that's like a really. It's like you know, I try to make every. You do. I that. try to be really present. For sure. Uh, Not like half and half shit. Yeah. Like you're there. I mean, you know, it's it's tough. Sometimes we're all in the living room, just all on our contraptions. So I'm on the phone. Son's yeah. on the pad. Wifey's on it, Korean dramas on the on the so, laptop.
0: It's tough because this is like your prime time. Of you know, you you have to be out there all the time right now. You yes. know, maybe you'll get yes. that one like year break or whatever. But right now is mm-hmm. like the prime time, mm-hmm. so you got to be you gotta out. Got to
1: strike especially in this era of the this 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 era that we're in, you know, of music and how it's being received and how fast the pace it can go, uh, you know, how much time you you stay out and right. like how much time you put in. So, um yeah, the balance is real, but she she holds it down, bro. So that's that's pretty much like why it's it's able to be so fluid.
0: You know, you know, um we were talking about this how the your last tour, you were doing arenas. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, and and you don't have radio singles. Right. You know, and how, what do you think? How do you explain that? You know how you're packing in these arenas? No radio play. Right. Right. You know, but we you talked we talked about this last time about how there is this uh, you're like one of these artists that like you can go to your show with like your mom or dad, too, and both enjoy it. There's right?
1: radio. There's people that have big radio hits. that have never done a festival in their life. Right. I've never done right. a venue past 1500 people in their life right they've never traveled outside of the country right you know what i'm saying there's people with huge hits there are people that have a stream of radio hits i've never been able to go to places like tour really tour places like japan or india or europe australia you know i've done all those things so i think it's um it's a matter of there's a whole strong movement of people that listen to other things outside of ter- ter- uh, terrestrial radio like, yeah you know what i'm saying and. That's not. That's not a knock to radio artists or the radio in general. I think it's just uh, I cater towards that audience and that right. that movement of people that that want to hear what's not on the radio and that are f- really feening for something different, feening for live musicianship, feeling for musicality, some some interesting wordplay, and 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 people that are, are bringing funk. And Especially soul.
0: this time around, where you don't get a lot of that with new yeah, artists. Yeah, and
1: it's. There's a, it's a there's a whole bigger market than just America, you know what I'm saying? There's a people that love real and music I'm sure all that over the place,
0: and I'm sure that was even a factor with a lot of cats early on. The reason they didn't pull the trigger on you as an artist because mm-hmm. they were like, "Yeah, he's dope, yeah. but are we gonna get radio hits right, from this dude?" Right.
1: And that's the thing. That's uh, when I look about my thing, my career and stuff. Is like that's the one thing that you I haven't conquered yet, and it's not not to say it's about conquering, but I, I feel like that I have that burn too now. It's yeah, like, I want, I want. I, I, see I, now, I see you i see wanna... you posting it like
0: we're climbing the yeah, charts <laughs> yeah yeah because let see it's like yeah
1: what you gonna do i'm all about trying to do something challenge and I yeah. get comfy so there's always that there's always just like there's always work to do there's there's always that you know right, and, uh, right but it's just about it's just about maintaining your integrity and not doing anything that is not you because at the end of the day you can i can make a radio hit per se but am i gonna be able to perform it am i gonna be able to really commit sell right. it do the things that is needed mm. because that's what it is Is more than just you know, once you got the hit, then you gotta, you know, you gotta play it, you gotta promote that, you gotta be that, you gotta live that. Yeah. And it's, you know, some of these dudes is out here doing songs that they wish, you know, they probably hate maybe and you know, or maybe they're trying to That's get, maybe true. they're trying to they only got one hit and now they're trying to get another and now they're in a position where they they they're trying to fight for something as as good as that and now right. it's about staying relevant as opposed to just making the best music possible
0: does it uh i mean just recently you know you saw that Madison square garden right and that was like when i saw the footage and stuff it was that looked crazy first yeah. of all i mean was that a moment or is it at this point like you feel very It's normalized, you know, like selling out arenas and stuff. That was a moment, man. That was a moment. Power to
1: the people, man. Like the people, the fans made that happen. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, fans are dedicated and they're really showing that, nah, he doesn't need to be like this this radio starter in order to fill these places up yeah they, and you felt that they you show were like, that and yeah. then they show that love some of these dudes they can't afford them tickets they're saving all up for that 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 arena ticket they getting i'm like dude these people getting like nosebleeds and right. they get people on the floor and it's just crazy to think about that like these people are doing that for me for for, right. for what we for what we write like the, i never thought like people would relate to some of the stuff that i was writing i was nervous to put it out that,
0: that's the tr- you know what you said is true i don't want to interrupt you but that's what you said is true because with arenas in particular this isn't like you can't be all rich and go to a show you yeah. know like everybody has different like, what yeah. they can afford to see
1: yeah some people working their ass off bro they For don't they, some people never been to a concert but they're like i gotta see this right and then and you know so it's like Man, that's 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 just nothing but gratitude. And to, to be on the stage with the same people that I was rocking with 10 years plus, and right. out, to see them blossom, I'm seeing Ron have his own segments where yeah. T-Nava, you know, he's doing his vocoder and all this stuff, and I'm seeing him, you know, become a, more of a star. We got new people like Maurice Brown, um, and just it, it playing, you know, trumpet, and, and he, he's, you know, already a legend in his own right. With right, him coming in, you know, makes me feel like, you know when Sting was bringing like these these jazz players in it on his mix, and and I got you know the Honey Pack, you know the two, the two singers, and they're, they're artists too, and they that makes me rem- rem- reminisce on when I was singing backgrounds just to you know make some money and, and to get yeah. some exposure, but I had my own dreams too, so it's yeah. like I'm I'm gassing them, letting them know that I'm just like one part of their whole journey, but it's cool to see them in their journey too. Right. And Jose, that's been probably the longest you know member, Jose and Kelsey and and Matt. Those dudes, you know, they, they've been writing for forever. And and Kelsey got crazy production. He got three, four other bands that he's doing. Jose got a whole album, right. you know, that he's doing. And, and uh and Matt's stage just with, you know, always hitting me with my singles from the album and yeah, you, getting better and better and always evolving too.
0: You signed Free Nationals to your label, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. what's the name of the label? The label or is there a name or not there
1: is there's no name right now okay okay, yeah i I won't say the name right now because um we're working on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so okay uh, and
0: they're getting ready to uh push the record right
1: yeah yeah, yes we've been putting out singles that's dope and uh yeah we're about to uh drop it i I don't think they 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 have to release it yet but
0: uh is that like a whole nother element of you being like okay i'm the ceo of this label it's it's it's
1: horrible because (laughs) i did it because like you know, I felt like as a, I had to be a businessman, and okay, well, I want to sign them because I don't want you guys to be able to, you know, go anywhere else. <laughs> I want to, I want you guys to stay with me for yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah, you know, yeah. because we I, I helped build the name too. You know, this is yeah. my band too. Right, right, right. So it, I felt like it'd be kind of weird for y'all to just like go. And do it somewhere else, and maybe like they, I want to be able to protect you guys, you know? Right, so, right. But um, it's a lot of pressure. now. It is a lot of pressure, and yeah. I'm not a freaking label exec. Like I'm not, that's <laughs> yeah. not my yeah. thing. You know, like I'm still in the mix. So that I've was done it. Th- I've done that before, that's and trash. then like dissolved it because I was yeah. like, this is a lot of yeah, shit. So we're going to get this record, and, and yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna figure out something. But yeah, um, yeah, it's a learning experience, and they've been real patient, and they they've been you know working on the album and getting it right. And I didn't want to do anything when when I when they said. So, I was just like, look, you guys, it would help because you guys can all do your own thing, but we already built Fleet Nationals. We've been touring and stuff. Why don't we, you know, capitalize off that? You guys should do a, a album, nothing to do with me. Out, You guys can produce it, write it together if you want. I can just help with the, you know, facilitating some features here and there and, you know, help put it out. You know what I'm saying? I can put it out through, you know, my resources as well. So um, they did that. They went in and, in my studio and just. Recorded the whole album like in a week and then they just kept working on it. They still they're still working on it But um, it's, dr- it's definitely dropping this year and they got incredible Records on there Damn. and I'm glad they took their time with it. It's, it's really amazing and shout out to Nima and Ghazi They they're, they're putting it out through Empire, right? And um, it's gonna be sick, bro They it, started doing some shows and stuff. So
0: it, it's crazy cuz I've seen I've joined you right around the uh, OBE volume one mm-hmm. era then then there was OBE volume two the no Worries record, Ven- uh, Venice, Malibu, Oxnard, and we're here at Ventura. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. A lot of material. OB who? volume One started pretty much in this vicinity of this neighborhood, you know, like um, Koreatown. There was a moment where, you know, when we became really good friends, we mobbing around Koreatown. So even this neighborhood has actually kind of seen you grow from early days. Oh,
1: yeah, bro. You're you kidding know? me? We go Cafe to calm Blue, Kam. Kam. What was the pizza spot?
0: Coney, uh, Coney is still there. Coney still there. Wow, yeah, yeah. what's the homie's
1: name? Um, Peter. 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 Shout out Peter. Yeah, dude. But
0: they've seen. I mean, I have seen Still see them once in a while, and everyone's. To-bang. Yeah, they're always all very proud of you. Like, yeah. It's so Show weird. So much love. You know. You, you know. You rep Oxnard, but definitely there's like this part of you that's very K Town oh. too.
1: Absolutely, bro. Yeah.
0: Um, we did a song called K Town Girl. K
1: Town Girl. <laughs> oh, bro. Uh, Fools in Korea
0: still be playing that. They slept on <laughs> that. Yeah, that was a good yeah. record. I still I love you, that record.
1: Dude, that was when I was signed to you. Like, I love. Yeah, I love that. Be your hit, bro. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I had like a girl when you were managing me. I had the girl I was dating in that video. We were all like mobbing together. It was fun times, man. That was fun. Man, it's long journey, but um, I I gotta ask you just just also a lot of cats who've seen us grow too, you Mm -hmm. know. And people always ask because we are like older artists, you know. Mm -hmm. We're not just like any new cat or just jumping into this. We didn't jump into. We've been working hard since a very young age till now. And like you've been in this journey so long and you are very patient with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at any, cause we have so many friends that kind of stopped because life just happens. Yeah, We all know that life just happens. I don't blame anybody on things that happen and they stop doing music or whatnot. Like what is one thing that you can tell young people coming up? Like what would you, what kind of advice would you give them like as they're going through some shit while balancing out like their passion, you know?
1: I mean, dude, it's, it's, I mean, everybody asks that advice and everything, but honestly, don't take no one's advice. Do you, and honestly, yeah. proof is in the pudding. Proof is in your actions. What you doing when people are not watching you, how much you can endure, how much stamina, how much you really want it is going to show, and people are going to see that, and if they don't see that, they're going to move right along. That's the only reason why you were able, You wanted to help me, because obviously you saw I had some kind of passion. I was willing to to do whatever it took, you know what I'm saying? This is what I really bled for, you know? And I've, I see people all the time act like they really want it and they don't, Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. They really just want to be famous. Right. Or they really just want to find a shortcut. That's true. And they, want, they really just want some quick cash. And I had to learn that quick, like get over that small cash, small money thing, because you're gonna end up playing yourself out before you even get to your real big coin. I, I, re- I
0: remember seeing those moments too, where yeah. you were very
1: tempted to just be like, "Yo, how about why are we not taking this quick little joint?" I did it? That's yeah. what, you know what I'm saying? I got so much material out. I got so many things, videos, right. stuff. Because you know, so I did so many decisions based off of like, "Oh, I just got to get this real quick." You know, like any means necessary. And um, that hunger is cool, but just don't play yourself out for the, for for small cash, or don't try to sell something, or uh, give up because you're not making something monetarily. You're not making making money right away.
0: So is it ultimately like just don't be afraid to take that time on, on that? Yes, head? don't like, be
1: afraid, man. Forget all this networking and clubbing stuff, bro. Right. You're 20 years old. You're in 20s, dude. Just work on your craft. That's true. Be the yeah. dopest. Yeah. Work every day on that, bro. Like th- stop playing with me. Like you're out in the club more than you are on this on these beats or on, on these raps, or you're on your Instagram front and like it's all the life, but right. you ain't got no music. Like, I think that's the, knock that shit off?
0: and I think that's the thing. People get really fooled because they'll see a 16-year-old kid get a 3 million dollar
1: deal. Yeah. You know. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, but like, it's like I you can't be comparing your life to yeah. other people. Know what you want for you. right You know what I'm saying? Like really know what you want for you before you get out here and trick off you know like do you just, think
0: that's a very scary thing though in general because everything moves so fast with yeah. with, with young people and like things happen could happen really that's fast why you, can't, you can't
1: you can be afraid to take it slow man right you know that's what it is everybody's you know moving at the speed of light but there ain't nothing wrong with taking it slow and get to know yourself go get some experiences under your belt fall down a couple of times learn from it and and, and that, get better
0: and that's kind of what we've been seeing in in hip-hop and music in general with a lot of young people moving really fast getting way too fast you know and then getting you know uh really in dark places Mm -hmm. you know with with drugs and 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 depression Mm -hmm. that that's moving fast
1: imagine bro if one of us when we were 18 years old had three million dollars right we would be fucking dead
0: i think the big problem too though is that it's not just the young people. Older people tend to exploit
1: young people in music. Well, they gotta get it that, quick that, while they're because some people, some music is going to spoil quick. That's true. Some stuff true. you can't have out in the sun too long. That. <laughs> it's going to be bad. milk is only good for a certain amount of time, fam. That, that, that shit is going to rot, and it, it, they gotta make get the most out. And of it. And that's a lot of the music now, right? That's it. You know what I'm saying? And them, and the people putting all this money, they don't care about the the health and well being of these kids out here that are getting all this money. They mm. just want to. They need, they, they, that That they, is
0: sad, though, because you can't put all the blame on the youth. Like, they got posses of older people that should be checking them early on.
1: Exactly, dude. And, and I mean, they're not. God bless the OGs that are checking them, and, and God bless the, the, the youngsters that got people in their corner that are telling them when they're out of pocket and not just exploiting them. That's, uh, I think what, that's what that's one thing that I always had
0: when, when you see that do you feel like you were kind of blessed to pop off at such like a later age absolutely in a way? that was you know just
1: my saving grace man. Right. that's why I was able to appreciate everything that's why because that's very rare actually even is. you know it's it like, is dog you know I didn't get cracking you know like right. sign really till I was like 30 right or close to 30 wow you know, that's when crazy. I finally got to Dre and stuff that is a,
0: such a blessing in yeah. disguise but it man. was like
1: by then like it will, it will. When I got signed, it wasn't like okay, I got signed and I will have to make this kind of music. Like it was just like cool. Like why they're not, the People wanted me to do what I did, and I was so confident in what I did. Then nobody could do me like me is what I felt. Right. And so I couldn't get to that point without all that time That's... just learning and watching. I was still putting out shit. Right. still growing and and some people think that's the better stuff you know some people like the new stuff whatever but it was all it was all just an experience in artist development
0: the journey man that's why it's so special watching that journey bro because it could have just just the momentum could have died down any minute you know but it just kept growing and it's such a beautiful thing it just kept growing yeah man every project everything was just growing and falling into the pieces like yeah yeah like god's plan divine, like real divine, shit. Yeah. like it was
1: crazy no, bro no it's um great. it's been dope to see that with you too man oh no no i'm the complete evolution constant
0: inspiration seeing the maturation inspired bro and on here's the thing like it's a roller coaster man there's dark times you go through and you're like you know my career has been a fucking roller coaster yeah, <laughs> you know lit man. not lit, yeah. <laughs> like all types of shit. Right, but right. i'll tell you you got to keep creating these bullets and taking shots you know what yes, i'm saying dude, that's, that's it bro um i was gonna say so like the music discography already looking crazy um it's the truth i mean <laughs> some would call it right? some would yeah. call it the bullets yeah. of truth mm-hmm. fucking ass all right <laughs> uh now um you're moving on to like interesting projects too i'm um, we're working on something i want to keep that under wraps it's dope uh, we're working on something and i'm glad that we're able to still work on things yes you know uh, thank together. you together yes um but there's a uh they're, you're on. You're doing some voiceover work you're on Troll's World Tour. I
1: got my first real <laughs> acting gig. Is that your first thing? I mean. Oh, yeah. we did a little. You no, know, you know what. <laughs> Come on! I'll all right, okay, first with you, okay. Pause. We
0: got just uh, <laughs> we got to mention we did do a web series couple five years ago or so called Run DMZ. Classic. And your acting was actually phenomenal in that, by I the mean, way. Cisco and
1: it's yeah, ninety
0: eight percent on could, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, riveting performance. We did a web series that I wrote with my boy Jackson Adams, who was um, part of like the Watsky camp. Right. And uh, I casted all the homies you jose rios on on the free nets we had wax in there we had all the homies and even certain stars that blew up randall park was in an episode and he's on fresh off the boat you know he's on movies on netflix Mm -hmm. homegirl victoria she's on the flash on cw to have great careers but unfortunately (laughs) no one (laughs)
1: called us yet but we still got a chance
0: no one has credited run dmz for their success (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> no i'm yeah. kidding i'm kidding now it was just a fun thing we did and um you know i got a, some some how they gave us a budget to shoot this thing <laughs> um and oh by the way you were you scored the whole thing it did a lot of people we don't think about that but this was like your first thing you score mm. this was yeah. like 10 episodes you did the whole scoring all original production on it yep that's
1: pretty cr- crazy, Dude, bro. That was the hardest thing ever. One you, of the hardest things. I remember
0: you were in the studio like twenty four hour sessions doing this. Yes, yeah,
1: because they needed drafts, and this is it was crazy, man. It was so much fun, though. I want to watch that. You started thinking. it. You scored it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. At, I'm getting all
0: that work. If you if you can find it in the dark web of run <laughs> yeah look at run DMZ. DMZ um but yeah but and run and
1: DMZ it, to trolls too baby <laughs> I'm looking good. I mean but
0: I I think you're gonna go off to have a good acting career too actually
1: because you well, have that quality bro i really like the voiceover uh, you do vibe. like that yeah I'm, i really would like to jump more into that that was a lot of fun and,
0: and uh so you're doing the trolls world tour thing and you've already did it yes
1: yeah. yeah shout out to justin timberlake he hit me up and, and uh he finessed that he was just like man uh they gotta get you in there right, i'm doing the whole thing man i'm gonna get you in there bro you know
0: th- coming out april 2020 um and that's something you want to do more of
1: Oh uh, well, man, I would love to do more of that. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: for the kids, that's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. They're gonna watch you on the, as a troll? Yeah,
1: yeah, my, my, my son, my oldest, was low key jealous. He didn't believe me. As a troll, right? I guess he was in the new Trolls movie. And he's like, yeah, right. Oh, ah. for real? <laughs> yes, I am. They knew yeah, about yeah, the franchise? Like, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they love Trolls. Yeah. That's sick. That's uh, sick. It was fun. It we make some sick music, too.
0: Is, um. Oh, yeah, and you were talking about, like, I don't, you know, if your next project, you're gonna try to incorporate a lot of interesting visual stuff. Right, yes, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: I definitely want to move into that. I definitely would want my next project to be paired with a, a sick visual movie piece, so yeah, um, yeah, that's what I want to do for the next one for sure. I'm Working stoked, on just bro. like finding the sound for it,
0: man. I'm stoked. Um, yo, I'm gonna wrap it up. you just, uh, I'm that's glad really you nice. pulled it up on me, bro. You know, he was actually the first ever interview I did on my web series, The Hot Box, yep. And it, I did 50 episodes of a show where I interviewed guests in a smoky car and you were episode number one
1: that was sick that was dope performance yeah a lot of amazing
0: artists on that show but um always pulling up on your boy man that's why i I love you bro i love you too the the loyalty is amazing stay tuned for more anderson pack oh you're hitting the road world
1: tour yeah about to hit the festival run and uh do my thing out there so i'm going to europe and i'll come back and
0: yeah up stay tuned man we're working on some interesting stuff and we're gonna we're gonna announce that to you real soon but yeah, uh it's some yeah. crazy shit um Anderson it's tune in next week for another episode of fun with dumb dfd <laughs>